Today is not going to be a full show, but hey, we wanted to get back here and let y'all know that we coming live again on Thursday. And I know y'all are looking around and you're saying, where's Francis? Where's AKA Taz? Well, she decided to follow her passion, her poetry. You could go see her on Clubhouse. So if you want to find out you know, how to see her on Clubhouse, go to her page on Facebook. It's Francis Carolyn Ford. Okay. And we wish her all the best. Wish her luck. Good luck, honey. Good, good luck. luck. Good luck. We getting on with the show. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Y'all. I didn't think I'd be this happy. My cheeks hurting too. But I didn't think I'd be this happy to be back. Nay. Nay. Let me go and tell y'all how happy I am. Bam. Ow. Hey, back. All right, audience. Make sure you share, like, Subscribe, whatever you like to do. do it Let's get to what's on your mind. Nay. Oh my God. We ain't going to start with you tonight. I'm going to start with Tanya oh, over okay. here. I'm going to start with Tanya because obviously she got, she got some drama that she want to start. It's not about a little conversation <laughs> that we had a couple of weeks ago. So she still got some, you know. Built up tension. tension. I'm a chest. Let's go ahead and go with Tanya. Tanya, what's on your mind? Okay, so what's on my mind is base. I I don't know if y'all have been following Jay or not, but she's on a traveling assignment. Um, she's a respiratory therapist, and she's she took on um a travel assignment. It's out of town, five and a half hours uh, out of town. That's quite a bit of time and distance, basically. I'm here, she's there, and we have to make accommodations to see each other, you know, and it's 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 stressful. It's it's um a new chapter in our lives, I should I, I should say. Um, but it's difficult and it's brought about stuff that I kind of was like a little shocked to to start encountering. One of which is our communication. So I say that because it's like we've been together for 19 years, going on 20 um in May. And you kind of figure that we got some things nailed down pat. We're used to some stuff. But this is brand new. We've never been apart. We've never been away from each other. And so not for any long extent of, uh, amount of time. And so with this new chapter, it's it's making communication just a little bit tight and it's a little bit strained. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that where she's at, she's in the hospital. Y'all, y'all everyone is well aware that the new um, variant that's out is causing almost the same things as originally when COVID first started. And so the hospitals are being flooded. Um, staff is getting sick. It, they're, you know, they're even closing down wings of major hospitals, businesses, all of that again. And the you, threat know of, it's, you know it's bad when America, when uh, Bank of America is closing down. Okay. It was like five banks of America closed down where I was at. So you couldn't even withdraw no money, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I but I mean, that's just the in. seriousness behind it of where we are as far as COVID again. And so I think that that 
stress of trying to be safe. We're worried about, you know, each other being in that atmosphere, working again, trying to stay safe, not, con you know, contracting anything. And I don't know, it's just made talking to each other kind of hard. So in that discussion, we've had a few kind of tight, tense conversations, one of which kind of got kind of ugly because this is the question that I asked. Is it fair for the your other loved one, your partner, whoever, that's taken on a new assignment, taken on a new endeavor, a new something to ask you to relocate for them or to change your current life or current job for them? I say that because she asked me or basically we got into it because she felt like I'm here and you should stop what you're doing. Quit your job. I'm a nurse. Uh, you know, I, I already have an established, you know, job and, and things that I'm doing. And she wants me to stop it. And she felt like I'm here. You should be with me. And so I, I was like, I don't think that's that was fair. And so we got into an argument. Our communication kind of went out the way out the window because, you know, communication being with somebody as long as we have, it takes work. When you're in a relationship, it takes work to be able to talk to each other and take into consideration each other's feelings. Right. But it, it just caught all of the things that, you know, I've learned to do and to all that went out the window. We started talking to each other crazy and stupid. And it was just, you know, while I'm at work, while she's at work on top of the other I'm stress, in, I'm, in the, just I'm, in the, I'm in the waiting room and I'm telling her, you know what? You need to get down here. You should relocate. And I'm like, why? but I'm already established. Why are you asking me to do that? If that's not fair of you to do. I understand. Y'all please tight. comment. Get in the comments. Do y'all think it's fair? Do if, you think that it's right? Should I say that the other person should just stop what they're doing or that it's right for the other one to ask the other one to leave and come and be where they are. Nay, how do you think about it? Do you think it's right? I think it's a, it's a two-party question. I mean, a two-party answer to that. Because for me, if you love your significant other, it's something to give some serious thought to. And um, also your partner should also think about your career as well and where it puts you at in your you know job era but at the same time i can't say that i don't disagree with jay i can't say that i don't because i want my significant other to be wherever i am i want to be able to roll over stanky breath whatever you right there <laughs> that's that's, right. that's what love is and and like you said due to covert and all that kind of stuff is that's just dealing with covert on a personal level and me being a Christian and who I am with my faith, when I went through what I went through with COVID, I made a promise to myself and God that the person that I love, no matter hell or how water, I'm going to be there. So you, you I had, you had COVID hit your family, right? Yeah, several times in, in yeah. several different areas, but within my home itself. So, yeah, I, I do understand, Jay. Like, if I'm going to go out, we going together, you know? I do get it. Oh, wait. I love this comment. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Either we both going or we both staying. Laugh out loud. Can't pick, <laughs> but I'd rather be where my spouse is at. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. And sometimes Amber says, mine came with me to Missouri. Okay. So I keep asking her, what, come on now, quit giving me excuses. You can find another job down it, where I'm at. It's not that. And, and okay, I totally agree. I, I'm I'm torn, should I say? I'm torn. I'm right in the fence, right down the middle. Let's tell the because truth. Let's tell the truth. She got attached to the to the patient and the family that she's taking care of. That's one thing. So she's attached to them. So she feels like 
Okay, well, I don't want to leave them right now. She needs me. Okay, well, hell, I need you too. And so, so why should you she, pick this family over me? That's what she said. And that's kind of what got to me. I was like, in this instance, it's not a matter of me picking somebody over you or putting someone over you. I guess in a way it kind of is if you just have to face facts or be factual about it. But I'm still torn because like she said, yeah, there's an attachment. Like this particular family is, um, they, they kind of went through a, a phase where, they sent the my patient, they sent my patient home from the hospital with literally three weeks to live. No expectation to live past that. Um, with nursing care that he's been receiving, um, thri- I can't say thriving. The patient is, okay, still got illnesses and situations. So, but I'm just saying, he's, he's maintaining. And so it's like, I've gotten attached. I, I, I realize that they need, I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm there and I feel like there's a reason why I'm there and to just up and leave would be like abandonment like everyone else has. See, there's been so many other transitions. You know, I don't know anybody if they're familiar, but the medical field has it's, it's a revolving door. It can be. And so, you know, one will be here for two minutes and then gone the next. And so they've gone through a lot like that. A lot of neglect also from other um, nurses and stuff. And it's just like I see that in my heart is like I'm there. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be there. And plus, I've already said it. I've already told them before we had our conversation or our confrontation with this. I told them, I said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here for the long haul until I'm here until. And so to go back, I feel I feel like a hypocrite. Okay, but when I take another work assignment, so you're still going to be here. No. Now that is. So are you? That is is my line. Is is she not putting her relationship on the line? That's my that's my. (laughs) Do you feel like you're not putting your relationship on the line? No. I'm sorry. I, I feel like she's putting her relationship on the line, you know, because we decided that if I take another work assignment the next time, only got nine weeks left. And once those nine weeks is up and I decide to take another work assignment, if she doesn't come along, I feel like that's going to hurt us. But that's that's my line. Honest to God, How? that's my line. No, if you made a promise. You made I a know promise. I made that promise, but my line was that we're not going to do a new assignment, not together, because I can't handle that. And, and this has actually been an eye-opening experience for me because, nay, I haven't, by the grace of Jesus, thank you, Father God, we've not been hit with COVID in our, like me and her. I mean, we've had it externally well, our kids, with our, grand, yeah, our kids. With grandkids, grandkids and um, our, children. our children. But it's, you know, it's it's like, it hasn't been us no. like it was with you, Nay. So both, our, both, our, both of our exes passed from it. And so it's it really being, I, I don't think that it really came to like, hey, wait a minute, this shit is real. This is some real shit. It's taking people out. Not until now. And I, I know that's bad to say. That's really bad. Like all the other thousands of people who've been faced with it or passed on and all that other stuff, like it, like it wasn't real then. It's really real now. So that's why I say I do have a line. So every day is my promise. And I feel like you need to think about it. Rethink. And now let me read this comment. Sandra says, that's a, t- that's a tough one because I see it from both sides. Yet, all, all I would want to be is with my spouse. It's true. See my spouse every day. I know that's right. It's true, Sandra. Hey, you are so right. You are so right. She walked in the door say. today and I just, I mean, that's my everything. I feel complete finally. So, I, you know, I, I understand. Amber says, well, I feel like as long as you both are at an understanding, then you're Better have to follow through. I understand what you mean, yeah. That's All true. right, we're going to move on from that. 
we gonna move on. But like I said, Tanya, you see everybody was on my side. So you, you, you need to rethink. Ugh, All right, now let's go to you, Nate. What's on your mind? What's on my mind? Let me piggyback off of Tanya just for one second since she brought up COVID. COVID did hit me very, very close to home. My significant other was hospitalized. He was put in ICU, MIC, whatever you want to call it. And I made a promise to God that I would do everything in my power to show this man the love and affection that he deserves from his spouse. You, that don't mean that the road has been easy because the road has not been easy. Because if anybody knows Mr. Gray, Mr. Gray is very hard headed. But it was like one incident after one incident after Those one incident. Hard. And it's like, mm. after a while, you just can't breathe. Yeah. You, you, Birds you, of a feather flock together. together. <laughs> you just as hard headed as he is. So, that that's on that part and i do thank my heavenly father daily that he gave him one more strive one more breath and he's getting up every day but what's really on my mind come on girl men and women boys and girls the best advice i can give you as a black woman know your self-worth it doesn't matter if it's in your personal relationship, if it's in a friendship, if it's on your job, if it's with your children. It does not matter. What do you mean, Cynthia, when you say that? I've been so dedicated with what I do since July 17th. I've I have lived, I have breathed, I have ate, I have slept with what I was doing. Well, today I was asked, you know, can you take an extra lunch, meaning my time, but close later? And I was like, hell no. And I'll take that extra hour, but I can't give you free time for no money. You gonna you gonna you gonna have to give somewhere. No money. And no I did what I did because I haven't worked in over 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 years. But after I've proven to you time and time again that I'm loyal, that I'm faithful, that I'm dependable, and you still spit in my face, I'm worth more than any nickel you can pay me. So if you bye, want my bye. time, give me my money. Time mm. and my dime. Mm. Give me my dime for my time. Mm. And if y'all don't understand that as men and women, then y'all are not in the working field. That is hey, that's crazy that you chose that to be on your mind because that's similar to what I have on my mind. But mm -hmm. you, should I jump to what's on my mind? Jump to what's on your mind. Because it's the same. Okay, so knowing your, your self-worth. Knowing your self-worth. And also, I say, why us as clinicians or even people who go through all these staffing agencies, why are we paying the middleman? Why are we paying these middle people $30,000 just to find us a job? Right now, Corona's going on. Everybody's looking for somebody to hire. That's true. So why should you just come out of your pocket and pay somebody $30,000 for mean? you? Like, for instance, they send, send somebody on a work assignment, right? Mm -hmm. They go on that work assignment, and that uh, recruiter gets paid half of what you make. That's right. Why can't we do direct hiring? Why can't somebody just come to us as uh, we be independent contractors and we get to negotiate our own pay. Knowing yourself. Work. Knowing yourself. Knowing work. that you can do it. Basically, Stop being scared to do it. Stop being go. lazy. There you go. All you got to do is go, go register with the state doing business as make up your name, but you want to do business under and negotiate your own pay with these companies. 
You don't need to pay somebody $30,000, $40,000 to do something that you can do yourself. So that's the reason why when I took my work assignment, I said, I'm going to take this work assignment. I'm going to pay these people this one time just to get to know the supervisor. Once I get to know the supervisor, then me and him, we're going to talk. And he's going to know the next contract that I sign, if you want me to extend or if you want me to renew, you're going to have to do one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one business with me. Mm -hmm. I, I will no longer pay anybody that amount of money just to sit behind a computer while I'm risking my life taking care of uh, patients with corona. It doesn't make sense. And a lot of us, if we, we need to stand up and say, hey, we're not going to work. You can shut these hospitals down or whatever. We're not going to work unless you do one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one business with us. Yes. Let us have all the money. You're asking too much. I'm not asking too much. The reason I say that is just simply because finding unity, <laughs> people to group together, band together to do anything for a good cause and, and purpose seems to be really hard. But going back to asking to answer the question, why don't we? It's out of fear and fear of the unknown, fear of I've never done this before. I'm comfortable in my current doing things the way I've always done it. I'm one of those people. I'm a creature of habit and routine. So breaking out of that, that it is fearful. Like what? Then not to mention the the thing that you're saying to do the uh, the topic, the, the, the knowledge behind doing it. How do you go about doing it? Where do I even start? So, I mean. That's, I think that that's where a lot of it comes from. Not necessarily that maybe there's not a want to, but just not knowing how to. You have to step out on faith. You gotta what have faith. Got Girl, did I say it? Did I say it? Did I say it? Step out on faith, baby. Girl, let me tell you, a lot, of, a lot of these people who are millionaires now, they didn't know what they was doing. They just stepped out on faith. Just do it. They doing Try it every day. Try it. The only thing they can tell you is no. That's it. You can't be scared. My thing for me is, even if you fail, there's a blessing you in too. your failure. Mm -hmm. There's a blessing mm -hmm. in your failure because had you never tried it, you would have never known your mistake. So the next time you go back to do it again, you know where to correct your issue. And that's me going back to school, doing my passion, working with kids. No, I'm not in the medical field like you and Jay, but I love kids. So in order for me to get back in the field to where I love kids and, and I love to fuss and cuss and scream and holler, they give me a <laughs> But in order for me to get back in the field. They know better to put you around them kids. In order for me to get back in that field, it's a lot of knowledge that I have to have because a lot of rules and regulations to the state has changed. It ain't like when we was growing up where the mom and pop could reach out and touch somebody's hand. You know, you touch another child's hand, you on your way to the big house. To the pen. You better and not. I've had some kids since I've been back in that field to go home and lie, lie, two, three, four, five-year-old children, go home and lie and tell their parents that we spanked them. But just luckily... In that building where I work, we have cameras, so we can always roll back if you yeah. feel like your child is being misused or neglect in that field. Because even though daycares, you know, they go through what they go through, they do get a bad name sometimes. Not not all childcare places are bad. True. I mean, that happens a lot. And um, 
being able to, I think now more the uh, majority of the facilities have, you know, um, cameras and different things now, but the laws have definitely changed and being able to adapt and adjust is difficult. Amber said, you talk good shit. That's what's going to get our ass put out that day, Karen. No, don't. She be pretending that those kids ain't hers. Them kids that come out of you. And and they ain't my grandbabies either. I have to. I had one y'all yesterday, God forgive me, straight off the topic, but I had one y'all to hit me. And he didn't hurt me, but I had to tell him, look here, fella, you hit me in my face. Now I'm, I ain't gonna somehow listen. somehow fella doesn't sound like the term that okay, she truly okay. used. Can they you fight can a swing. kid? I you know. can swing anywhere you want to swing, but if you hit Miss in the face, I feel for your ass. Okay, so I oh had to go God. outside and take a cigarette break. <laughs> and she don't smoke. No, no ma'am. No. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my goodness. Well, I tell you something. So. Knowing your own worth basically is where you yeah. two have combined yourself. Your t- your what's yes. on your own don't settle for less. Don't settle for no. less. Don't settle. Know who you are and and take advantage of it. I mean, I guess jump like you said, leap out on faith. Leap out on faith. A lot of people because they can't see it. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just like believing God. You know, a lot of people they don't believe in God because they say, you know what? I don't see. I don't see what He's doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to have faith. Go with faith. Like in Nay, in your instance with. Being being strong enough to say, you know what, I'm better than whatever this mistreatment is happening here at my job. I'm better than that. Even though you could be fired, those people could walk up to you and be like, well, you know what, since you don't want to work extra exactly. and give me this free whatever, exactly. this may be your last day. But what did you do? You said, I'm worth more than that. I'm fall. so sorry I'm standing in who I am. And, you know, you were stronger than that. And Jay, you said, you know what? You might have gotten me right now, but I'm allowing you to because guess what? It's bigger and better than that. No, they didn't get me because, like I said, like my, whole plan, my whole plan, my whole plan was Tell to it. get there, build a relationship, show my self worth, show them, hey, what I'm made of, and then ask for the money, then get the bag. Show me the that's coin. Right. Okay. So that's the whole plan. And if they don't want to show me, the, they don't want to do business with me. Like I said, I move on. But at least you like try. Yeah, there's a million other places. Just don't be scared to, you know, get out there. And I guess I have some thought. But it's not really anything to think about. In my instance, it's really not anything to think about. I've already actually put in feelers for transferring or finding another assignment that's closer to Jay anyway. So, well, y'all, that's been what's on your mind. And we'll be back on live. Every Thursday at eight o'clock with some juicy topics. I'm not lying. We got some juicy topics. We wanted to start tonight, but we decided no. We don't don't, get a little snippet. Just a little bit. But y'all make sure that y'all come back on Thursday, 8 p.m. Every Thursday, every week, 8 p.m. Like, subscribe, your share. Friends, your grandmama, your auntie, uncle, best friend. Tell everybody, your neighbor down the street, people at the grocery store. I got store. something else to say. Well, y'all, y'all might see another straight talk, no BS out there. But guess what? We the real deal. There's only one. Only one. We the original. That's it. Can't nobody be like us. You ain't nobody be like straight talk, no bullshit. Damn it. Is it no bullshit? Is it no bullshit? No bullshit. I know that's right. I be so hard with it. Now you saying hard and they say it in here. You said that hard. Bullshit.
straight talk, no bullshit. Hey, real women, real lives, real, real topics and issues. Yep. Honey, keeping it real. Seriously. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next Thursday. Thank y'all for tuning in. We love all of y'all.